Hi, and welcome to the Cheer Boss Podcast. My name is Emma Slater, and I am your host. We are here to talk everything cheer. Whether you're a coach or a gym owner, this podcast is for you. So let's get ready to elevate your skills and knowledge so you can dominate both on and off the mat. Ready? Okay. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Cheer Boss Podcast. I hope you're having a great day wherever you are in the world. On today's episode, we are focusing on the finances in your cheer biz. Most of us got into the cheer biz because we were passionate about the sport. We're passionate about coaching and passionate about the kids. But the moment you decided to become a gym owner, the cheer world became a very different place, a place where an overwhelming financial responsibility becomes the focus. More than 60% of small businesses fail in the first years of operation in Australia, which can be attributed to many various factors, but not handling your finances correctly is a major one. It can be a tricky situation to navigate. And it's definitely something that I myself have struggled with over the years, but the more I've done this, the better I've got at it. And I would like to be able to help you get on top of your finances in your cheap biz. There are many different aspects to finances in your business, but today we're going to focus on revenue streams. In order for your cheer biz to be sustainable, you need to ensure you have revenue coming in from multiple different sources. This is to ensure that your business always has a way to make money, no matter what time of year or external situation may arise. As you guys all know, cheer is an expensive sport and it's an expensive business. It comes with a lot of overheads. From the size of our venues, we have high rent. We need to keep a good staff to student ratio. So staff wages can be high. And then just all the events and everything else that goes into it, whether it be uniforms or shoes or choreographers, all those extra things all cost a lot of money. So it's important that you're not only covering those costs, but you're making a profit because after all, this is a business and in order to survive, you need to be making money. Now, I of course don't have all the answers. I'm not a financial expert. So of course, I recommend that you speak to an accountant or a financial advisor to get specific advice for your situation. But today I'm going to share some things that I've done in my business that's helped me keep on top of my finances and helped my business continue to run for 12 years now. Over the years, I've come to sort of realize that we have two different types of overall revenue streams in our cheer businesses. The first I like to call our primary revenue streams, and these are services or products that you can provide to your customers straight from you. So that is something that you create, that you provide, that you're not getting from somebody else, that you provide straight to your customers. And because you're the one facilitating these services or products, you can tend to have a higher profit margin on these services and products because you're not playing the middleman. You're not purchasing something from someone else and then on selling it to your customers. And that's where it brings me to the next set of revenue streams, which I call secondary revenue streams. And these are services or products that you generally are on selling to your customers or they're a necessity for our type of business. Um, and because you are sort of playing the middleman part in those, sometimes it is hard to put um, a standard profit margin on those products because you'll end up pricing your customers out and they just simply will not be able to afford it. 
So these secondary revenue streams, I sort of see them as a necessity, uh, but not something that you're necessarily doing in order to make a profit and advance your business. Now, of course, you don't want to be making a loss on anything that you're doing or selling in your business. So of course, you want there to be a profit margin on everything that you're doing. But with the primary services and products, they should really be priced in a way that they do have a high profit margin and will help you meet all your overheads and costs and really help your business be profitable. Whereas the secondary stream of products and services are priced in a way that they not only cover the cost of the products and services, but you will have a small profit on those also. So that way you can cover any unexpected overheads or any other costs that might be associated with it. So that way your business doesn't run at a loss with by providing those products and services. So I have a list here of different revenue streams that you could have in your business. Of course, you don't have to do all of these things. These are just some examples to hopefully maybe inspire you uh, to be able to bring some of these things into your business to help you be more successful. So the first and most obvious revenue stream for your business would probably be your group classes. So these would be any classes that you're running in your business where you've got multiple athletes in a class. So this could be from your preschool program, recreational classes, tumbling classes, right through to your all-star team classes. This is probably your biggest revenue stream in your business, but it definitely doesn't have to be the only one. The next revenue stream I want to talk about is private lessons. So this is where you'll have yourself or one of your coaches working one-on-one with an athlete. Something that I do like to reiterate to gym owners is to make sure that you're charging appropriately for your private lessons. I know there is a culture in some areas where coaches expect that the full private lesson fee should be going to them. However, unless that that coach is providing the venue, doing all the marketing and sourcing that athlete and providing absolutely everything uh, for that athlete, I absolutely do not think that should be the case. You want to make sure as a gym owner that you set up your private lessons in a way that you're not only covering the business's costs for that private lesson, but to also be profiting from those private lessons. The next one on my list are workshops or masterclasses. So these could be anything from just a one-off workshop or masterclass or something that you might run over the course of a few days or a few weekends perhaps. It's great if you can focus these on something very specific and maybe either something that your athletes are really aspiring to try and achieve or an exciting opportunity that they would really like to do. These sort of workshops and masterclasses as a one-off or a special offer can be a great way to bring in extra revenue for your business. Next up, we have choreography, and this one really could come into either our primary or our secondary revenue streams, depending on the way you do it in your gym. If either yourself or your coaches are being the choreographer, this is where it can really be a primary revenue stream where you can basically charge your athletes a 
a fee to attend the choreography sessions and have their routine choreographed for them. You do want to make sure as a gym owner that you are factoring in the cost of choreography, even if it is yourself or one of your coaches doing the choreography, because as I'm sure you know, a lot of time and effort goes into not only creating those routines, but teaching them. And so your staff, yourself, and your business should be benefiting from that. Next up, we're going to talk about short-term programs. And a way that you can do this is a class that you might offer um, not as part of your regular class timetabling. So for example, you might want to offer a back walkover class or a back handsprings class, for example. And it might be a once a week class for six weeks or eight weeks or 12 weeks, whatever the term is that you want to set. But it's something that is not part of your regular group classes. Um, and you can be offering that on top of that as a special extra program for your athletes. So next up is online programming. And I'm sure you're all very familiar with this after the year we've had in 2020 with COVID-19. But even once we are back up and running and sort of back to normal, online programming is definitely something that you could continue offering as part of your business. So whether that is an online portal where you upload videos regularly or training programs and athletes can log in and access that program or whether you want to continue with Zoom classes, for example, um, on a home-based program for athletes that maybe either can't get into the gym or just for convenience sake for your athletes so they don't have to. Um, Continuing to explore online programming could really be a great way to make some additional income for your business. And you may find you can also reach athletes that wouldn't regularly be able to come to your program because they live too far away or there might be other circumstances. So it is an opportunity to reach um, students outside your normal location. Next up, we're going to talk about school programs. So getting into schools can be a great way of earning additional revenue for your business. So whether that might be you or your coaches actually going into schools and teaching cheer as part of their PE program or sport program or even as an extracurricular program, that can be a great way um, to earn more revenue for your business. Uh, But you could also have school groups coming to your gym and actually using your facility and participating in classes at your facility. Either way, it might just depend on the schools in your area and what they are interested in, but that can be a really great opportunity for your business. Next up, we are going to talk about a club training uniform. So having a standard uniform that you have available for purchase year round can be a a great way, again, to earn additional revenue for your business. You do want to be careful, though, that you don't uh, spend a lot of money on stock and have a lot of stock just sitting there. Um, You do need to be conservative with that because otherwise you can end up spending a lot more money than you would want to, um, and it might take a lot longer to be able to recoup that money if you um, over-purchase stock. And another thing you can do is actually do limited edition merchandise. So that is where you might come up with a design. Let's say it might be 
a baseball jersey design and you can either take pre-orders or just order a limited amount of stock and you have that as a limited edition item only. It's a one-time order and then once they're gone, they're gone. That can be um, a really great way to get people to purchase merchandise uh, within your gym because it sort of creates that sense of scarcity and time sensitivity. So they don't want to miss out. So, um, you know, specifying that it is limited edition, it's one-off, can be a great way to make sure that it's successful. The next revenue stream we're going to talk about are special events. So these can be for a range of different things, whether they might be open gyms or discos or performances like concerts and um, end of year shows, your showcase. There's all different types of events that you can hold um, within your gym. But again, making sure that you have these set up so that they can help your business to earn extra revenue is a great way to go. And as a bonus, the kids will all have a great time as well. And the last revenue stream that I want to talk about is venue hire. So I'm sure there's times throughout the week where your venue is sitting empty. And so that could be a great time where you could find somebody that might actually want to hire your space. It could be a personal trainer or a yoga teacher or even a play group um, or a mum's group. Uh, who knows? I guess the options are endless. Um, but yeah, finding someone that can come in and would be happy to hire your venue is a nice, easy way that you can make some extra dollars in your business. So now we're going to talk about the secondary revenue streams in your business. So these are the ones that I spoke about where you're kind of the, the middleman for these products or services. So the first one is competition uniforms and costumes. As I'm sure you guys all know, cheerleading uniforms can be very expensive. And if you were to mark them up by, say, you know, even 50%, they would be, the price would be so high that, you know, your parents for the most part just, you know, couldn't afford to pay for it. And you probably find you'd be losing customers or having customers not sign up purely because of the cost of the uniform. So, while it's important that you cover your costs, it's about finding either a really great supplier that um, the price is more reasonable or just making sure that you mark up um, the uniform or the costume to a reasonable price where you can cover any incident incidental costs that may occur with those uniforms, uh, but not so high that you price your customers out of them. Next is music, so your competition music. And same thing again, depending on which music producer you use will obviously depend on the price, but you will probably find that it is an expense that you don't want to upcharge your customers too much on because again, it can just start to outprice your customers and make the sport too expensive. So making sure that you charge an appropriate fee per athlete to make sure that the music price is well and truly covered for, but also potentially being a bit more conservative so that way the all-star 
pricing for your athletes and parents doesn't get too high. Competitions. So with competitions, there is obviously the competition entry fee that you need to cover, but there's also the cost of your staff. So that's your staff wages, their travel, accommodation, meals, anything else that goes into a competition weekend. It is much more than just the competition entry fee itself. So again, this is not necessarily something that you're going to profit from per se, but you do want to make sure that you're covering your costs and not getting behind on this. So it's important to budget that for the year and work out exactly what that cost is going to be and make sure that you charge appropriately for that. And those competitions can sometimes turn into interstate or even international tours. And again, with these tours, there are a lot of expenses that go into this from flights, food, uniforms, additional choreography, music, the competition fees themselves. There's a whole lot of expenses that come with doing an interstate or international tour. And again, this is not something that you're going to want able be probably be able to upcharge a whole lot on, but you do need to make sure that you don't sell yourself short and go into debt because of it. So making sure that you charge enough to well and truly the, cover the expense of these tours. Makeup can be another one of these sort of secondary revenue streams, depending on what makeup you recommend for your athletes for competitions and performances might depend on what you do here. Um, But it is something potentially that you might want to provide for your athletes. But again, depending on where you source it from might depend on how much exactly you can market up. And that's the same goes for cheer shoes, or you might provide dance shoes for your athletes as well. So again, it is hard to find a good wholesale price on cheer shoes in Australia, Um, but if you are going to be providing them for your customers and selling them, you do need to make sure that you not only cover the cost of the shoe, but also any um, packaging and delivery fees and anything else like that, taxes, you name it, all those kinds of expenses, you need to make sure you're charging enough to cover that. And lastly, we spoke about choreography as a primary revenue stream, but if you are getting a choreographer in to choreograph for your teams, this might come under sort of your secondary revenue streams in your business where, again, depending on the choreographer that you book and their pricing will obviously depend on then how much you feel is feasible to upcharge your customers for that. Something to remember though with your choreography day that even though you're booking the choreographer, you're going to probably want to have your team coaches still present on the day. So you're still going to need to cover their wages as well and any other expenses associated with that weekend such as um, accommodation or travel or meals or anything for the choreographer or your staff. So again, making sure that you charge appropriately for that. So they were a whole bunch of different streams of revenue that you can have in your business. Again, it is important to remember that your business is not a charity. And even though some of these items can be quite expensive, it's important for the success and for the continuity of your business that you charge appropriately for these products and services. Don't ever feel guilty 
for charging a price, even if it is what you may deem as expensive, if that is what it costs. Don't undersell yourself and don't go into debt just because you're worried that the price is too high. Either if it doesn't sit right with you, you might need to find another supplier or go about it a different way. But to ensure that your business continues to thrive, you need to make sure that you're not only covering the costs of these products and services, but you're allowing for profit as well so your business can be successful. And lastly, sort of while we're on this topic, I just want to remind you that is it is okay to make money in your cheer biz. While I know none of us got into the cheer business because we wanted to become millionaires, um, we do it because we love it. We do it because we're passionate about it. But that doesn't mean that you're not allowed to earn an income yourself and that your business cannot be successful. You don't want to have those feelings, which I know a lot of us can do from time to time. Just remind yourself on the many, many hours that you're spending on your business, the effort that you're going to, the money that you're spending on the business, first of all, and then, of course, all the effort of your staff And just think about all the overheads that go into keeping your business running. So with all that combined, you can see how important it is to make sure that you're charging appropriately for all these services. And so therefore, that's where it can be good to be looking at a few different options of ways that you can be making money in your business. So not just the group classes, but looking into including some other types of revenue streams in your business. So that way, if one thing is not going so well at a certain time, you've got other things that can help keep your business uh, running successfully as well. So just to review, these are the different types of revenue streams that you could consider including in your business. We've got group classes, private lessons, workshops or masterclasses, choreography, short-term programs, online programs, school programs, a club training uniform, limited edition merchandise, special events, venue hire, You've got competition uniforms and costumes, music, competitions, interstate or international tours, makeup, shoes. There are so many different things that you could be doing in your business to help keep that money rolling in so you can keep doing what you love. Well, I hope that inspired you to come up with some ways that you can start to make some additional revenue in your business. And as always, if you've ever got any questions or you would like to run some things by me, don't hesitate to get in touch. Thank you so much for listening to the Cheer Boss podcast. To make sure that you do not miss an episode, make sure you subscribe. And if you could take a second to rate and review, that will help this podcast get to more gym owners just like you. And don't forget, for more Cheer Boss goodness, make sure you follow me on Instagram at cheer.boss.emma, on Facebook, Cheer Boss Emma, and my website, cheerboss.net. Chat soon.